Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, December 10th. Official Washington bids goodbye to an American of courage and conviction like few others. Senator Bob Dole, the former Republican leader of the Senate from Kansas, as you know by now, no doubt, died on Sunday at the age of 98 after his battle with advanced lung cancer. Today, President Biden, Vice President Harris, Speaker Pelosi, Senate leaders Schumer and McConnell, and a whole host of other former Senate colleagues, people who have held high office in this country, gathered at Washington's National Cathedral to bid Bob Dole goodbye. Dole, of course, served for nearly three decades in the United States Senate. He also rose to the ranks in his party to be both a vice presidential nominee and a presidential nominee. And he did so by maintaining an aura of real conviction, conviction for his beliefs, but even more importantly, conviction for the American ideal. And it was that that his former colleagues and friends and family sort of held up in all of their remarks at the funeral today. President Biden delivered the eulogy, and as you know, he served many, many years with Dole in the United States Senate. They had a friendship that spanned five decades. We served together for 25 years. We disagreed, but we were never disagreeable with one another. Not one time that I can think of. He understood that we're all part of something much bigger than ourselves. And the compromise isn't a dirty word. It's the cornerstone of democracy. Biden also used Bob Dole's words in his tribute at the cathedral today. He wanted to make sure that it wasn't Joe Biden sort of ascribing some idealized version of Bob Dole in a eulogy. As Bob Dole himself wrote at the end of his life, and I quote him, I cannot pretend that I have not been a loyal champion of my party, but I've always served my country best when I did so first and foremost as an American. Not only does Dole's passing represent a loss of one of the greatest of the greatest generation, but it is also a loss of an era of American politics. There's nothing in today's words at, at the funeral that you would recognize as being characteristic of today's political environment. Not that there weren't partisan brawls. There were. Bob Dole was at the forefront of many of them. But the total polarization, vitriol, hatred that is so front and center in the body politic today in America, that just wasn't part of Bob Dole's generation of political leaders. No matter who was speaking about Bob Dole today, it was clear that he represented something that is far too rare in American politics today. And part of that is about all he gave to this country. I mean, this World War II veteran who nearly lost his life in Italy trying to defeat fascism and Nazism, who couldn't move his right arm for the remainder of his life after the war, couldn't tie his own tie, 
this man never stopped serving his country. Listen to his daughter Robin reading from his final farewell letter, not to be published until his death, and I think you'll hear in Dole's own words what makes this man. I hope that you will, and that you will ask your children and grandchildren to visit veterans' memorials across America and to never forget the sacrifice made not just by my generation, but by all those who wear the uniform of our country. After the funeral at the cathedral, the proceedings went on at the World War II Memorial. Abdul was critical in getting that memorial created, and it is one of the most glorious parts of the National Mall today. And Bob Dole, long after he left the Senate and public life, would just sit on a stool, I've seen him there, at the World War II Memorial, welcoming veterans by the busloads off of their tour buses to salute their service. In addition to his patriotism and his courage, Bob Dole was well known for his wit, and that too was remembered today. But it made me want you to hear a little bit of the speech he gave when he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Who awarded it to him? Well, it was President Bill Clinton, just two months after Clinton defeated Dole in 1996 in that presidential election. Right before Clinton's second inaugural, he had Bob Dole to the White House and awarded him this highest award that a president can give. And Dole, of course, made sure to get in a couple of laughs. I, Robert J. Dole, (laughs) do solemnly swear. (laughs) Sorry, wrong speech. (laughs) Again, it's important to remember, Bob Dole was a true partisan warrior. In fact, there were five living former Republican presidential nominees in 2016 when Donald Trump became the nominee of the party, only one showed up to Donald Trump's convention and supported Trump's candidacy. That was Bob Dole. So he was a Republican through and through it all. But let me leave you with some words he offered in March of 2000 as part of the Senate's Leaders Lecture Series. Frankly, it's always seemed to me that some people in in and out of the political arena take themselves a little too seriously. Others confuse America's fortunes with their own ambitions. And of course, any senator brings ambition into the fight. Certainly I did. But ambition has to be allied to a cause bigger than oneself, greater than any election or political party. It's that sense of patriotism above all else that will define Bob Dole's legacy. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.